Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for June 2nd, 2020. The coronation of Queen Elizabeth II as Sovereign of the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Pakistan, and Ceylon took place on this day in 1953 at Westminster Abbey. Elizabeth ascended the throne at the age of 25 upon the death of her father, King George VI, on the 6th of February, 1952, and was proclaimed queen by her various privy and executive councils shortly afterwards. The coronation took place more than a year later because of the tradition that holding such a festival is inappropriate during the period of mourning that follows the death of a monarch and also on account of the need to make preparations for the ceremony. During the service, she took and subscribed an oath to, among other things, govern the peoples according to their respective laws and customs, was anointed with holy oil, presented and invested with regalia, and crowned. Celebrations took place across the Commonwealth realms, and a commemorative medal was issued. It was the first British coronation to be televised, and the fourth and last British coronation of the 20th century. It was announced earlier in the year that the crowning of the Queen would be televised, and the sales of TV sets rocketed. Apparently, there had been much controversy in the government as to whether it would be right and proper to televise such a solemn occasion. Several members of the cabinet at the time, including Sir Winston Churchill, urged the Queen to spare herself the strain of the heat and glare of the cameras by refusing to have the ceremony televised. The Queen received this message coldly and refused to listen to their protests, personally admonishing the Earl Marshal, the Archbishop of Canterbury, Sir Winston Churchill, and the Cabinet, insisting that nothing stand between her crowning and her people's right to participate. So, on June 2nd of 1953, at 11 o'clock, all over the country, people settled down and crowded in front of their 14-inch black-and-white television sets. The young queen arrived at Westminster Abbey looking radiant, but there was a problem in the abbey. The carpet in the abbey had been laid with pile running the wrong way, which meant that the queen's robes had trouble gliding over the carpet pile. The metal fringe on the queen's golden mantle caught in the pile of the carpet and clawed her back when she tried to move forward. The queen had to tell the Archbishop of Canterbury, get me started. Another problem was that the holy oil, with which the queen was to be anointed at the ceremony and which had been used at her father's coronation, had been destroyed during a World War II bombing raid, and the firm who made it had gone out of business. But fortunately, an elderly relative of the firm had kept a few ounces of the original base, and a new batch was quickly made up. The crowning ceremony took place exactly as it is laid down in the history books, and when St. Edward's crown was placed on her head, the whole country, watching on their TV sets, joined as one in celebration. As of today, Queen Elizabeth II has reigned for 69 years, making her not only the most durable sovereign in British history, but, in fact, the world's longest-living reigning monarch. Long live the Queen, indeed. 
Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.